0: Today, there is just a sense of a spirit of honor in this place. And so, um, where are you going? He can go wherever he wants. So this is my friend. This is Mr. Ken Helser. Let us honor him, and would you lead us wherever the Lord takes you this morning? Amen. remember when I was full of vanity and I would take my hair from one side and pull it to that side and Lady Clairol extra hold and my daughters came to me and said daddy last week at the funeral when the wind was blowing hard we heard your hair We think you ought to get free, Daddy, and cut it off. So I did. And I was doing a revival in a Baptist church, (laughs) messed that Baptist church up so bad the pastor had to leave. I hope you can remain, Scott, when this is over. Because he wanted me to speak on the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And people really got filled with the Holy Spirit. And it was supposed to be a three-day service, went two weeks. And just messed everything up, wasn't in the quarterly. And uh, one particular night, I said, Lord, what are we going to speak on tonight? He said, I want you to talk about freedom. I said, "Glory, I like freedom. Whom the son says free is free indeed. That's freedom. And he said, but you can't do it if you're not free. I said, that's right, Lord, preach it. Uh-oh, what does that mean? It means tomorrow morning, that woman that says she'd cut your hair for free, that you go see her because you can't preach on freedom unless you're free. So I went and had it all cut off. And when I came into church that evening, this little old lady, I love little old ladies because I'm a little old man. (laughs) little old lady said, Woo! Glory! The glory of God is shining off the top of your head. (laughs) And I just, that's it right there. Did you read Proverbs today, this morning? Hey, do you stand up the whole time? Do you? <laughs> well, I'm sorry if you have to stand up the whole time. Have y'all collected an offering? Have you got the buckets? I didn't put anything. did you pick out something and whatever you can find in there i want you to pick the biggest thing you can find and go put an offering cuz there's nothing worse than praying over an offering then you don't give <laughs> thank you did you need some i'm just getting started and it could get worse can't believe Scott asked me to do this. I love you, Jesus. I really love you. You've been so kind for come May, 48 years of my life. There's times I embarrassed you, God, but you didn't run away. Jesus, if for nothing else that people came this morning, would you show them your kindness? Would you show these people here that I wish I could be one-on-one with every person? I, I I told Scott I don't like doing this because I don't really get to know you. I would rather get to know you than for you to get to know me. (laughs) If you really knew me, you wouldn't have come this morning. And if I really knew you, I wouldn't want to be here. (laughs) We are a mess, you know. But isn't it beautiful that he chose us his mess? Yeah. I can't believe this is the end of the service. This is what I always do at the end. Oh, man. I'm doing this at the beginning. I have turned everything around. Why did you get me up at 4 o'clock in the morning to prepare when I wasn't going to do what you told me to do anyway? That's what I don't (laughs) understand. This is one of the... Can you get a close-up right here? This is one of the most beautiful horns has ever been. I found it in a trash can. The school next to Central High School, at, I don't know what it's called, it's in High Point. And um, I did a program back in the days when the, Mer- the ACLU was not so powerful. And you could actually talk about Jesus in schools back in the 70s and 80s. And I was leaving the program I did for those 6th, 7th, 8th graders at that school. And the way they had it fixed, I could put my stuff out the back of the auditorium backstage and bit right to my little trailer. I looked at the trash can and the brass was shining. Oh, this is tearing me up. And I thought, that looks like a horn. I don't normally rummage around in trash cans. But having played the horn as a child, that color just caught me. And I lifted the lid and it was in three pieces. Broken, torn up, thrown away. <laughs> I went to the principal and he- of course, you can have it. Why do you think it's in the trash can? Well, I always wanted to make a lamp. One of those kind, you touch it, bing, little light. But I was curious when I got it home. I used to play in a black band. In 1963, I was the only blue-eyed member of a nine-piece black group from Carborough. Chapel Hill is a suburb of Carborough, <laughs> you Carolina fans. Anyhow, I thought I'd say that. So I was the only blue-eyed member of the band, and they said duct tape was a white man's (laughs) red. So I I put it together with some duct tape, and I found that it would sort of, sort of, thought that was cool so I was doing a lot of prison ministry then and I'd go into a prison and I'd put the horn up front people look at check the dude's horn out man that's an ugly horn man and I'd share with them and it'd always be a joke it was a joke the horn Was a joke. So I told him how I learned to be a car when I was in the fifth grade. My first solo sleigh ride. And I stood up for my first solo, the horse. Everybody would laugh. Several years went by. Always a joke. Have you ever heard God clear his voice? He does that, you know. And you know when you hear God clear his voice to say something, you are dead. He's going to get you. You're about to be had by God. About the horn. <laughs> what do you say to God when He says, <clears throat> about the horn? <laughs> you don't say, what about it? <laughs> He's God. You say, yes, sir. What have I missed? What am I always missing? Will I ever get it right? I worked so hard to listen to every cassette and read every book and every single thing that came around and go to all the services and get up every morning and pray and fast and do all the stuff. Never could get it right. He said, Why are you trying to outgrow your need for me? Don't you know You're most blessed when you're most needy. For blessed are the poor in spirit. Don't do those things so you can get it together. Do those things because you love me. Do those things because you enjoy me. And if you don't do it out of enjoyment, it's nothing but dead works. do discipline to get to God discipline comes out of pleasure and joy because the key to discipline is desire we do the stuff because that's our desire and if we're doing it to get some brownie points to win favor with God it's dead the hardest thing to ever get free from is religion I thought getting free from chasing women smoking dope was pretty cool. <laughs> if that bothers you, you better go and leave. <laughs> the hardest thing to ever become free from is trying to fix yourself. And you can sum up religion in one word. One word. Do. Do religion it must be something I must do it is finished it's done about the horn do you think things happen by accident my son How many hairs I'm driving? I'm on the road from Bunn prison, and you can take a shortcut around Raleigh and go through Wake Forest and end up in Durham. Isn't it amazing that when you hear God, it's a defining moment in your life and you can remember it forever. You cannot hear God without being changed. If the voice of the Lord, as she's saying, can say a word and a billion galaxies before, formed, you cannot hear God without being changed forever. And you'd owe it to yourself to spend some time, some time, and go back and write down the defining moments when he spoke. If for no other reason, when you die, leave your best with your children. What an inheritance. All of my stuff is written down. And I put it on computers so you can make a whole lot of copies of it for my kids and my grandkids. Because the best thing that ever happens in our life is when his voice breaks through to us. Do you. Do you feel that? If you don't ask him for more, you're living beneath what he's done for you. About the horn, do you think you found that by accident? Um, Well, sort of. How many hairs in your head? I don't know, they're getting loose. He said, do you know that I know how many? Go ahead, just pull one out, it won't hurt. Do you know what number that is? I'm not talking about your head. I'm talking about the billions of people on planet Earth. I know which number that is. I am a mighty God. And nothing can take place in your life just by mere accident. If I knew you and called you before the foundation of the world, do you think I wanted you to find that horn? The janitor the day before was going to empty that trash can. And I kept him from it. It's going to be amazing when we get to heaven and he plays all the videos back of how many times somebody in the other lane was going to fall asleep or looking at their text, and going to kill you. And the angels, your angel. It ain't time yet. Slap that person. Wake them up. I've had four times in the last year that we almost got run off the road. One time I was headed for the ditch and we swerved back on. And when my wife looked, I didn't see it. They were texting right in my lane. Thank you, Jesus. Nothing happens by accident. His eye is on the sparrow. His eye is on us. Oh, if we could only see how much his eye is on us. I wanted you to have the horn. I wanted you to find it. I even made it such that the bell of the horn stuck out the top of the can. I am God. God. I said, well, thank you, sir. But why would you want me to have a beat-up old horn? He said, because that's your life. That's what you look like to me. I thought, I thought you liked me. I, I thought you... He said, you don't understand, do you? He said, it's Okay. When I give you truth, I don't expect you to understand it. I expect you to apply it. I give you truth that you might just get started because you will never get to the end of understanding me. A trillion years from now, I will bump into you and say, "How like, you're that crazy dude who came down February 18th. Trillion years ago, Hope said, I remember you. And we'll be standing there going, Wow, that was a trillion years ago. And all of a sudden, we we'll go, oh, Did you see that? That was God. And that doesn't end. For all of eternity, we never get to the end of God. If we understood it, it'd be boring. That's the reason why some of y'all are bored in your marriage. <laughs> that's why me and one of ran, chase some chick some chick wants to chase some man cause you're bored to death with each other guys do you understand your wife come on my wife and I been married 51 years Every day she does something. I say, "What was that? My God, what was that?" Because when you understand it, you're bored. Will never come to the end of understanding God, but the little bit I understand, I sure do love. That's what you look like to me. And I wanted you to always keep it so you could remember. I found you. And the way you lived left you in garbage to be thrown away into total darkness forever. And I went looking for you. And I found you. And when I found you, you were in a thousand pieces or more. And my my heart is to put you back together again and make you what I had in mind before you gave yourself to the enemy for total destruction. And I'm not ashamed of you. I want to hold you up and show you to the whole world. You You know the purpose of Christianity is for us to look like Jesus. Where to be hit, little Christ. If he's in us, if the, 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 the thing that's been withheld throughout all the ages, Colossians 1, is that Christ in us, the hope of glory. If Christ is us, the hope of glory, you're supposed to be glorious too. Oh, yeah. This is so good. I don't care whether you like it, I like it. this is good news, man. I'm made to be glorious. I may look like that to you, but he sees me as a treasure. I am God's treasure. I am his masterpiece. And so are you. Would you want anybody to be you for one day? If you wouldn't want anybody to be you and live your life, you really don't have much to give. Why would you want anybody to come to Jesus and turn out like you? Whoa, that took me 30 years. It took me 30 some years when I read Paul saying in Acts, in prison clothes, talking to royalty. King Agrippa and Justice, and he's saying, I would that you were as I am, except for these chains. And I thought, oh my gosh, Paul, you really wanted them to be as you? Ooh, I wouldn't want anybody to be as me. And the Lord said, follow me. The day will come you would want somebody to live the very life that you live. And that's the power of having a testimony for the kingdom of God. Now, this is really kind of funny. I can't, oh, I don't have to look at my watch. It's an amazing church. (laughs) There's an angel stands back there and holds up 10.04 a.m. (laughs) In glowing light. Excuse me. I was thinking about, as I was walking around with my bottle, this is a great church for alcoholics. Just carry your bottle around wherever you go. Bring them on. Can you believe Pat's Blue Ribbon's come back around? That's the worst beer. And people are what do you have, Pat's Blue Ribbon? What do you have, Pat's Blue Ribbon? Pat's Blue Ribbon beer. Well, anyway, this is, this is what uh, the Lord really revealed This so special. He said, I, I wanted you to have this so you'd see yourself. This is a look at myself. I was holding it up one time and the Lord said, I was in Salem, Oregon at a YWAM base. The Lord said, why don't you ask the horn to play? Yeah, go ahead. In front of everybody. <laughs> you know you know your identity, don't you? You are a horn. Yes, that's what you are. You're a unique horn. That means one of a kind. You're the only one of you there is. Would you just one time play for everybody? Nine. I know that really looks stupid. And it felt stupid until I read John chapter 5. And the Lord Jesus Christ, who was nothing, was made that was not made through him. Said, In myself, I can do nothing. The horn can do nothing. Without me, why did I ever have any idea I could do anything? I want to be like Jesus. I only want to do what I see my Father do. It. And I only want to speak what I hear my Father say it. It's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. But I don't care how it sounds. I care that you get it. It's going to be bad. (laughs) I I wish you could be me that was so much fun He, he really God really enjoyed that more pleasure out of it. He he, he told the angel, watch what he's going to do next. (laughs) Oh, oh, my, my, my. Lord, you love me. You just just want us, don't you? Lord, I give you give you me Give you my heart Let it be Give you everything When I give you my all I give you me Jesus My wife always says you got to know when to hold them. know when to fold them. there's nothing worse Lord than to see a preacher say one more point and you know he's going another hour I'm done Jesus and I'm so thankful yeah, I ain't gonna do one darn thing I planned you messed me up with a horn